Welcome to the Contently Driven podcast, helping you get your business and life running easier. Learn the strategies you need to create better habits in your life and business that open up time and help you do the things you keep putting off. Hosted by certified coach, Gemma Lumichisi. Hello and welcome to the Contently Driven podcast this week, episode 29, where I am speaking all about the habit of scheduling, why it's so important, why we need it, how we're in the habit of not scheduling. And this is an episode for everyone because scheduling your time within your life is not just for your business. If there's things you want to get done in your life, personal life, personal goals, you know, appointments, picking people up, taking people to and fro, whatever it may be, whatever you need to get done, if you have your time planned and scheduled, you can get it done. It is the best habit you can possibly create for yourself. And that is my little intro to today's episode. Please, please remember to subscribe and jump on over to my website, www.contentlydriven.com forward slash podcast and hit the subscribe button there. You don't want to miss one thing I say about what I ramble on about because it's super important and we love it and we have a great time, right? You don't want to miss me. So let's get stuck into today's episode. I was that business owner. I was that entrepreneur that thought, yay, F corporate. I'm doing it on my own. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to have all of this time and structure my business how I want. And I'm only going to work eight till four. Yeah, right. So this sounds like you, what we don't understand as entrepreneurs, instead of working eight till four, we're working eight till stupid o'clock at night, six days in and out. But even when we finish work, we've still got our business on our minds. Like we cannot step away from it, right? So I help people structure and create habits so things become easier, so they can do things quicker and shock horror, actually enjoy their businesses again, right? (laughs) Who would have known? Why am I an expert on habits? Because I created habits and I've been creating habits since I was a little girl without actually knowing, right? (laughs) I, I don't know. Was I a lucky human that was able to put these things in place and do it? And for me, that flowed through school, high school, university, through my workplace, through my personal life, and now in my business. So it wasn't until I was older and I started learning and researching and studying deeply about habits, but like, huh, okay, I already do this. (laughs) I can help other people do this too. Because while it may seem the process is challenging once it's there, it's magic. Once you put in that time, it opens up so much more time. So why habits, right? Why is it that this is more than time management? Why is it that this is more than scheduling and it's not about productivity and 
you know, all of those things, right? It's because the habit comes first before all those things, right? It all starts with the habit. Our brain, our brains are a habit. It's how they work. And why habit? Why create habits? Because they're easy, right? <laughs> Once our brain does something, it's easy. It doesn't need to think. And guess what? As much as I love thinking and I'm sure you love thinking, our brains don't overly like thinking. <laughs> they like to just do things and not think about it. And why do they like to do things and not think about it? Because it conserves energy. So the more you think, the more energy your brain uses. It needs to, right? It needs to put information, sort it out, put it in different areas, do things, think about things. It actually doesn't want to do that because it, it it's thinking, I need to conserve this energy just in case something dangerous comes and I need to give all my energy and attention to that and protect this beautiful human body that I'm inside, right? <laughs> so basically a habit is a behavior that's done with little or no thought, right? That's the term habitual, right? Habits are habitual. Habitual. Often we don't even realize that we're doing them and we don't really even need to think about doing them. So if you think about a habit, it would actually feel really strange not to do it. So I don't know anything even as simple as putting your foot on the brake to stop your car. You don't think about it. You just do it. But it would feel pretty strange not to do it, right? You're coming to a red light. Can you imagine what you would go through not to put your foot on the brake, right? <laughs> you, just, you just wouldn't do it. You would just put your foot on the brake, right? So that, that's what it is. A habit is something that has no thought, maybe sometimes a little bit, but usually zero thought. You just do it. Now, I've got this pretty little mouse here. So there was a study that I read a while ago and it was a bunch of neuroscientists and they were studying what actually happens in a brain with a habit. So they implanted these teeny tiny little things. I'm pretty sure it was actually rats, not, not a mouse, but all good. So just imagine that picture a bit bigger. <laughs> and so they implanted these tiny, tiny little things to actually see what was going on in the rat's head. So what happened was there was this little maze. The maze was like a T-shape. So my, my, my shape is a bit backwards there. So imagine you've got this little sort of T and at the end of it, there was a little bit of chocolate. So what they would do is they'd make a click sound, open the partition, and of course the rat would be sniffing. They'd be like, oh, I can smell food in here, right? It would make its way through and it would do that and you know, it would take a little while, go left and then back and like, oh, the chocolate's there. And they kept doing it and they kept doing it and kept doing it and kept doing it until every time, click, open the partition. Of course, after a little while, the rat went, oh, straight to the chocolate, right? So it learned. But what was so fascinating about that is what they looked at with the behavior of this rat was that once it had become habitual for the rat to hear the click, open the thing, 
go straight to the chocolate, once it had done that X amount of times, they studied the brain patterns and how much the rat was thinking dropped. So while the rat was learning, up clicking sound, up I can smell chocolate, up where do I find it? The brain activity was really high. After that little while of doing it, the brain activity dropped. So that really shows why habits are so amazing and important to form after a while. You don't even need to think about doing it. You just do it. Imagine not needing to think about doing stuff in your business and just doing it. (laughs) I mean, it it sounds crazy, but it's possible, right? How fun is that? Now, first of all, I want you to answer these questions for me. So just type it, type it out for me. The the first question, (laughs) I know this sounds silly, but do you wish your to-do list would just conquer itself, right? Give me a yes or no. Yes, yes, you do. Yep, totally, right? (laughs) Wouldn't it be amazing just to have this list and it just magically does itself? Yep, great, of course. Now, what I'd love to know is what's the hardest thing for you when it comes to scheduling your time or when it comes to getting stuff done on your to-do list? Like what's your hardest thing? And then the final question, tell me what's a habit you have in the morning? What's something you do in the morning without thinking about it? For me, I know I spent most of the good part of last year creating a morning routine because I wanted to make it habitual. So for me, it seems weird now to not get up when I wake up. So when I wake up, not get up with one one eye open. <laughs> one eye open, you know, sort of like making my way, put on my nice warm dressing gown, looking at my cat, just giving me this dirty ass look, which is like, what are you doing up before me? You're a human, I'm a cat, it's not a real thing. Making my way down onto the floor in my little meditation space, digging for my headphones. I've still got one eye open at this point, doing all of that and then, quieting my mind and starting meditation. It feels weird for me to not do that now because it's so much easier for me to do it because <laughs> it's a habit. My brain's like, oh, look, this is what we do now. Why would we want to do something else? Doing this is easy. I don't want to think about doing anything else. I'm just going to do this. So that's the beauty of a habit. It's so beautiful, so powerful. So Feel a lot of truths here about forming habits. It is uncomfortable. Okay. So if you've got issues with scheduling a time or keeping to the schedule of your time, it's because it's uncomfortable. And it's because doing these things takes effort because it's not a habit yet. And like I said, the brain wants to conserve energy, doesn't want to think. So something that's uncomfortable, something that requires effort, your brain needs to think. It's like, oh, I want to do the easier thing where I don't need to think. That makes me happier. (laughs) And when forming a habit, whether it's for forming or changing a habit and internal or external. So by internal, I mean forming a habit that could be a certain feeling, 
or thoughts, which is possible, or a behavior, right? So that's external. Either way, the behaviors, whether they're internal, external behaviors, but it needs to be regularly done. You need to regularly perform it and do it and do it and do it and do it until it becomes a habit, right? That's that's the truth. Habits, you can't just be like, oh, I'm going to create a habit today. It doesn't work like that, unfortunately, <laughs> right? And the other hard truth, they do take time. How much time? It depends. I've created a lot of habits. I've created a lot of habits recently. I've changed bad habits. Some for me took three days. My morning one, it took months and months and months, right? So it depends on what it is, who you are, everything. So there is a lot of research out there, you know, 21 days and 30 days and 60 days and all of that. It really just depends. But by three weeks, say about that 21-day stage, you're getting into a good habit formation routine, okay? So what's the best part? Now I've given you all this terrible news where you're like, Gemma, I'm running away now. This sounds terrible. I'm out. Habits will put your annoying and tedious tasks on autopilot. Yay. The shit you need to do, but you don't want to do. You'll just do them on autopilot. You won't even need to think about them anymore. Right? So it can take some of that hatred away. It can take the uncomfortableness away, but you need to get through the uncomfortableness for that to happen. So why do you want to do that? One, if things are on autopilot, they're easy. They take less time. They open up more time. It's a no-brainer, right? Now, the good news is, is forming a habit is a three-step process. Why do I have this random arrow here? <laughs> now, step one of forming a habit is a cue, right? And through the three steps, of course, you've got that time. Again, different for everyone. So the best news is, is what we're covering today is the cue. So we're going to look at step one and how step one will help you in forming the habit of scheduling, forming the habit of following your schedule. Now, first you need to understand your cue. Now, what am I talking about by cue? So something cues you, right? You can use the word trigger. Something triggers you. Now, I like to think of it, a good example as a notification. Notifications, right? They, they're a cue. So think about you're working, you know, you've got your phone next to you, you're working and all of a sudden ping or vibration, right? Whatever it may be, however you get a notification. Something all of a sudden oh, cues you. And what do you do without even thinking about it? Look down at the phone. Yeah. Pick, pick it up. Open it. Oh, my, my, my phone's fancy. It needs to be opened. Look at that. <laughs> right? What do you do? Now, usually I never leave my phone near me when I'm working. This is just here for presentation purposes. So when you hear a notification, your brain goes, boom, autopilot. It doesn't even need to think. It either looks, it picks up the phone, it touches the phone, it scrolls something down, whatever it is. 
right? So that's a really good understanding of thinking of a queue, boom, like a notification. Notifications were designed for that. They were designed for us to shift our attention. And they've shifted our attention so many times, it's habitual for us to pay attention to them, right? So much fun. And that's what happens, right? Your brain goes, it goes into automatic mode of which habit to use, right? So looking back at the notification, what habit are you using there? Maybe for you, it's look away. Maybe it's pick up the phone. Maybe it's whatever it may be. Maybe it's reply. But as soon as oh, there's a cue, your brain's it just goes on automatic mode. Oh, what do we do now? Oh, we do this thing. Oh, we do this thing, right? So that's what happens. It's It's automatic. So it reminds your brain right? So again, notification is reminding you, right? Even when you haven't checked your notifications in a while, you may get another one. Hey, remember me? Notification, I'm still here. Remember me? (laughs) So that's the thing. And your brain's like, oh, goody, I don't need to think about this anymore. Yes, this has reminded me. Now Now I don't need to think. I just do the thing, right? So that that's what that's what habits are. Same as your coffee in the morning, right? Your cue may be your cue may be walking around with one eye open, <laughs> right? Your brain doesn't need to think. It's like, oh, hang on, it's early. I got one eye open. We're gonna make our way over to the coffee machine. So that's really that's understanding what the cue is. So something triggers your brain, and then the next part of the cue is figuring it out. Now, what do I mean by that? So once you've got that, oh, something's triggered you, what happens? So going back to scheduling, what happens when you go to schedule and you don't do it? Or what happens when you go to do the thing on your calendar and you don't do it, right? Do you get uncomfortable? Do you walk away? Do you pick up your phone again? Do you do something else? right? Because here's his news. What you're not doing, like instead of doing the schedule or the thing on the schedule, doing the other thing, that's your habit, right? So something's cued you and you're like, oh, 9am, there's that thing on my calendar. Oh, I don't want to do that. I'm going to do something else. So you're actually in the habit of not following your schedule. So the best the best news is you can undo it you can create the habit of following your schedule oh magic something happens right (laughs) right that's what goes on something happens so whatever it may be as soon as it's cued you do something you think of something something happens. So I want you to start thinking about what that is, right? So something will cue or trigger you, a circumstance, an event, something will happen that your brain goes into a habit. So when I use the example earlier of driving, red light, right? That, that's, that's a trigger. That's an event. That's a circumstance. Whatever you want to call it, it's a thing that happens outside of you. 
that cues you. Oh, red light, foot on brake, right? So really figure out what cues you. And then the next part of cue is I want to show you about what happens in your brain, okay? So you've got this cue, you've got this trigger, something's happened. What's, what's actually going on inside here? So like I've been saying, the cue triggers. It's a trigger to your brain to initiate a behavior. That's all it does, right? Think of walking past a fridge. Oh, open it. Walking past a fridge. Oh, I want, I don't know, an egg. An egg. <laughs> Whatever happens, right? So something cues you you immediately jump into a behavior. Notification, oh, I need to pick my phone up, right? So that's all it is. A cue is a trigger to your brain to tell your body to do something. Now, why it's so important and why we respond to these triggers is because what happens, so in between the trigger and the initiating of behavior, there's a little bit of information, right, that predicts a reward at the end of it. So we're very simple creatures, <laughs> very simple creatures. So think about the fridge, right? That's exactly what happens. So there's a cue, behavior, walk to fridge, take something out of fridge because I'm predicting a reward. Yes, awesome. I'm going to get some food. I'm going to feel great, right? It's the same with water bottle. You know how all people say, like, keep your water bottle next to you. I do it, right? It's my habit. If I, I'm, not, I'm not paying attention, I'm doing whatever. If I look over at my water bottle, my brain initially is like, oh, pick it up. Maybe have a drink. You know, and I don't even think about it. I just pick it up and do it because my brain's like, look, water bottle, going to get a reward. I'm going to get some hydration. What a great day. And the thing is, as well, your brain is analyzing this stuff all day, everywhere, right? It's actually on the lookout for it. So it's analyzing internally. So what I said again earlier, it analyzes internal, right, of like a thought. So thoughts create our feelings. So your brain's sort of analyzing like, oh, oh, hang on, there's that thought. That thought produces that feeling, Right external, sees a water bottle, sees a red light, sees a coffee, here's a notification, right? It's always on the lookout, just a little hint of getting a reward because what happens when we get a reward? We feel pleasure. Our brain loves that. It's like the old, the habit is the ultimate party for your brain. It honestly is a party for your brain because everything's great about it. It does, It's easy. The brain loves easy. Like I said, the brain loves easy. And this easy thing gets a bit of pleasure at the end, gets a reward. I'm in. So it always, it's always on the lookout for rewards. Where's this reward? Where, where can I get this reward? And of course, it wants the fastest reward possible, right? And that's the thing as well. So with acute understanding what your brain is doing, because, you know, the, the cue for our brain is its first real, first indication, right? Like, ooh, so think about the rat. 
right? Here's the click. It's like, oh my God, we're so close to a reward. We're so close to it. So it sort of leads to a craving. So that's, that's what happens, right? So it's like, click. No, now I want chocolate. I've got to go get it. <laughs> so could you imagine if you could train your brain to schedule, to do something on schedule, on cue, knowing you're going to get a reward for it. So actually craving to, yes, I'm going to write this blog. Yes, I'm going to record this Facebook Live. So I'm going to get a reward at the end of it. I am. And usually what's that reward? It's that hit of dopamine. It is the reward brain chemical of, oh, yeah. That's why it feels so bloody good to tick things off a to-do list. You are rewarding your brain. It is. It does actually release a reward chemical. So th- this is what's beautiful about getting shit done. Your brain actually loves it. (laughs) (laughs) So do more things. Tick more things off to-do list. Come on. What are we waiting for? So how am I going to relate this? Here's a few steps for you to help you for scheduling and getting things on your schedule using a cue. And what I want to offer you first, don't let your brain wander around aimlessly in your business. So we kind of all think that we just wander around aimlessly on this planet and just do stuff for no reason. Absolutely not. Everything we do is a habit. Everything our brain does runs on this loop. And step number one is a cue. Something triggers your brain, then it follows, right? So we're not aimlessly running around doing things. We are being cued constantly and our brains are looking for it. So Don't let your brain wander in your business. Let it wander any other time. But when you're doing your shit, give it a cue. Give it cues. Remind your brain. Hey, brain, this is what we're doing now. And yes, it's going to be uncomfortable at the start. And yes, it's going to take time, but it will become easy and it will become pleasurable because once it is habitual and you don't need to think about it anymore and it is easy on you just do it, you can even do more things. Or you can reward, reward yourself, guess what, with more time outside of your business. Hello. <laughs> the ultimate reward, freedom, time freedom, more time to do more pleasurable things. Yes, please. Oh, I love it. And that brings us to the end of this week's show. Bit of a long one. I got super excited as usual. So thank you for sticking around. That is the end of episode 29. And until next week, have a good week and I will see you then. Thank you for listening to the Contently Driven podcast. If you like it, don't forget to jump on over to my website, www contentlydriven.com forward slash podcast and hit subscribe and don't forget to pop over to your favorite podcast provider and hit follow so you don't miss an episode and until then if you're done with doll then you are awesome